to the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. On today's show, we review two episodes featuring the Joker. Superman's mustache has to be CGI'd out, and has Batfleck actually signed on for three films plus a Batman Beyond film. All this and more later today on Batcast. Stay tuned. Welcome to Batcast 66. I'm your host, Brian Massey. And I'm your co-host, Sean Holmes. And it is 11.37 in the morning on Saturday. What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll tell you what we're here to do. We're here to provide you, as always, a awesome bat show. Sean, how the hell are you doing this morning? Doing fantastic. Got a Saturday off. I'm uh, I'm doing great, man. Right on, man. You got your coffee. I got my coffee. Um, <laughs> I just don't want to. De- I don't. I don't want to deprive you of your coffee, so I'm just H- drinking my Mountain H- Dew. Bad cashed in the morning. <laughs> bad cast in the morning with Brian and Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if it were ever a thing, I would totally like. Oh, um, I, w- I wouldn't mind doing it. I guess. Um, so yeah, today we have a couple of episodes that we're going to review for you today. As always, we're going to be reviewing episodes fifteen and sixteen. The Joker goes to school and he meets his match, the Grizzly Ghoul. Um, on top of that, we have a few news items, and we're just gonna, you know, shoot the shit a little bit today, and we're just gonna have some fun with it. Um, for starters, let's go with a little bit of Superman news. Mm. Um, there's a good chance that you've heard by now that uh, Henry Cavill has been filming both Mission Impossible 6 and the Justice League reshoots um, back and forth. Uh, both are WB joints, I believe. And um, the main problem that Justice League is having is that basically the Mission Impossible 6 guys have said, yeah, no, he's not allowed to shave his mustache. So now Justice League... Um, has the fun, fun job of having to CGI erase his mustache. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, it, it's it's happened before, mm-hmm. uh, particularly on Batman sixty six. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, uh, Caesar you can, Romero you can paint that out, but but it, but it was just but but in terms yeah. of CGI, like now we have uh, the technology to remove the mustache. Right, which I'm so glad they didn't George Lucas it and went back and like 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 CGI like the mustache out of Caesar Romero. Right, that would have been yeah, that would have been weird. Yeah, it it, w- it would have been weird and would have been noticeable. Yeah, so so I'm glad they because that Caesar Romero's like that mustache was like very iconic with with him. Right. So Dave Fleet, the head of the 3D uh, technology at the mill, gave some insight into the situation. By the way. Um, explaining how hard it is to do this. Um, it says here, smoothing out tiny vellus hairs on the skin requires a totally different approach to removing a large volume of hair, like a beard or mustache. Uh, if we were to remove a beard, we would have to digitally rebuild the actor's face behind the hair mass. 
Um, we would need to paint out the parts of the beard that extend beyond his shaven face. Um, the good news, however, is that Warner Brothers already has 3D models of Cavill Superman, so they won't need to waste any time or money working on that. And then uh, Mission Impossible 6 director Christopher McQuarrie stated that it will become clear why they can't just use a fake mustache when fans see that movie. So if you want some insight as to why, you know, he had to keep his mustache, I guess go see Mission Impossible 6 when it comes out. <laughs> um, moving on, we have a little bit of news about Batfleck and whether or not he's actually signed on. Um, so yeah, we, (laughs) from, again, from batmannews.com, no, Ben Affleck did not sign for Batman Trilogy and Batman Beyond movie. Um, so I'm sure that during Comic-Con you heard about this, Sean. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's been rumors that Ben Affleck was going to be replaced as Batman when it came to the DCEU movies. There's also been rumor that he's signed on as well for, you know, a trilogy and then a Batman Beyond movie. Um, you know, and the only official statement that we've actually really gotten from anybody is that Ben Affleck is committed to staying on to the, any DC project that he's asked to be a part of. Um, so it says here, um, per this article, uh, last week, a South African fan site claimed that Ben Affleck had signed a new contract to be part of Matt Reeves' Batman trilogy with the final movie taking inspiration from Batman Beyond to set up the next phase of the DC extended universe. Uh, this is 100% false for many reasons, including, uh, and it states the following. Number one, the news comes from a South African website that you've never heard of. Number two, the article was written by, quote-unquote, Edward Nigma, a.k.a. The Riddler. Number three, if, Bat- if Ben Affleck had signed a new Batman contract, it would be huge news on the big Hollywood websites that break this kind of news every single day, such as Variety, The Hollywood Reporter, and Deadline. Um, this is actually, yeah, this has been kind of a problem lately for a lot of different franchises, um, but most notably, yeah, Batman, like, because I don't know, it's just every day I pop open my phone cause I'm subscribed to different sites like that. There's always the rumor. Is he leaving? Is he not? And I honestly think, cause we were talking with our friend Clayton about this yesterday. He was like, I'm sick and tired of people just, you know, announcing shit like this without having any reputable sources behind it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is just becoming like even more of a thing that just needs to stop. You know, false news. I don't like it. I don't like false news. It's bad. It's bad for business. It's bad for you. Bad for me. Why is it there? He's Batman. Leave him be. He's the Batman. <laughs> He's the Batman. Na 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 na. Me. Uh, anyways. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's been a problem for like, God as far back as I can remember now, man, it's just been a problem with rumors going around like that. And then like people think these rumors are, you know, like they don't hurt people and they kind of don't, but at the same time it puts out, it just puts out like bad, I don't know, bad news out there. And then like, it just kind of ruins conversations between like fans like you and me Mm -hmm. because all of a sudden somebody's like, no, I actually heard that he's not doing that. It's like, like, dude, (laughs) no, no, I read it on a website. I'm like, uh, eh, really? Um, Where are your sources on that? I think he said I went to a website. Yeah, I went to a website. I saw I it on the website. website. And it said it on the website. I was like, and it said it on the did, website. D- did they? <laughs> did they really? It's not, that voice sounds like something that ne- it needs a translator. <laughs> like uh, like that soft... Uh, <laughs> he said he went to a website. <laughs> I, I read it on a piece of paper. He said he read it on a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but the one of those calm like, I said I read it on the piece of paper. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Thanks, man. 
<laughs> we worked at the shoe factories. We only made shoes. That's well, all we made. Wait, 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 wait. I want you to interpret this one. I like Batman Batcast sixty six. No, no, putting on the Ritz. Put it on the Ritz. I'm putting on the Ritz. If you know, putting on the Ritz. All right, we have some other news, by the way. Mm. Yep, of uh, some other news. <laughs> legendary DC voice actor, legendary DC voiceover director Andrea Romano retires. Uh, Romano has been casting and directing voices uh, for over 31 years, and she got her start with DuckTales. Um, she's most notable for working on 1992's Batman the Animated Series, 23 of the movies in the DC Animated Universe, and tons of DC-related projects in between. Um, let's see here. And, yeah, she's um, she got a shout-out from Kevin Conroy, who obviously worked with her for many, many years, uh, who stated, Andrea contributed love and expertise to all irreplaceable um, and then irreplaceable. That's what you are. And um, she's going to remain active in the entertainment industry, but she is retiring from uh, said uh, position in DC. And you know what? Honestly, I mean, you got to give her so much freaking credit because this is the woman that, you know, cast both Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy in those roles. I'm sure she also cla- you know, cast Clancy Brown as like the Lex Luthor. When it comes to my head, anyways, like how Lex Luthor should sound, like she was just like, let's get let's get Clancy Brown. So yeah, like she's 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 phenomenal when it comes to like, you know, getting those people because like, it's, I don't know about you, but nowadays whenever I read a comic book, and I see the Joker in a comic book, I read Mark Hamill's voice. I hear that voice. I hear Kevin Conroy, and that's all because she was just like, yeah, that fits, that works. Yeah. We need to cast these guys. So. You know, hey, enjoy your retirement, Andrea. And um, yeah, you know, thank you for all the uh, memories and whatnot. It was awesome. And uh, I think with that, we're going to move on to our episode, but not before we take just a little break. We'll be right back with uh, the episode about the Joker. Greetings and salutations. Und Mata and Vater. You want to support this podcast? Simply go to patreon.com slash castwavestudios and you can do just that und do me ganz. Help us in the best way possible and you get und privileges to make your friend jealous. Schnell, schnell! Go to und patreon.com slash castwavestudios! This is a commercial for CashWaveStudios.com slash Amazon. It is the best way to shop for anything on your wish list. Shopping through CashWave Studios is the best way to help us without paying any extra. Remember, click the Amazon tab at CashWaveStudios.com. This is Casey Kasem saying grab your balls and reach for the stars. American. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Zach Patterson with Castwave Studios. And Mr. Sean Holmes. And we're here to plug our new movie podcast, Post Credit Podcast. Every episode, Sean, Rocky Diamond, and myself will hit you with movie news, discussion, and movie reviews. 
Yeah, we were uh, getting ready to watch a bunch of movies here, so so uh, I think we should start up with Batman v Superman, the director cut. No, Sean. Why, no, well, I think it's no. a highly underrated movie. Under no, Sean. No, Batman v <laughs> Superman in this house. Why, why? Why not? I don't understand. Why not? Why, why? Why? Yes. What's good about that movie? Nothing is good about that movie. The plot is all over the you place. You can find our Superman show at postcreditpodcast.com. Jesse Eisenberg click the is picture of PCP. As Lex Luthor, he shoves a Jolly Rancher in a dude's mouth. All right. Do you just want to watch Rogue One? Oh, hell yeah, I love Rogue One. Welcome back to the show, everybody. <laughs> I freaking love that, by the way. Oh, I'm amazing. sorry. I just I just love that transition. Just, just, I don't know. There's just something about that. Just that. <laughs> it's like, all right, uh, let's move on to different parts of the show. I like it's, that. It's pretty great. It's it's. <laughs> That, that's that's like my thing now. That's going to be my thing on the show. Just like, even though it has nothing to do with Batman, I'm sorry. It's like, yeah, you know, I don't like that stuff. Let's just move on. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um. our two episodes that we are going to be talking about today are The Joker Goes to School and He Meets His Match, The Grizzly Ghoul. The original air dates for these shows were March 2nd and March 3rd, 1966, were written by Lorenzo Semple Jr. and directed by Murray Golden. The uh, plot synopsis for Joker Goes to School is as follows. Joker returns with a pernicious plot aimed at luring high schoolers into easy living. Rigged vending and slot machines ensnare the pursuing Batman and Robin, who are now wired to receiving 50,000 volts straight to the nipples. Doesn't say nipples <laughs> in there. Uh, <laughs> and number 16, mm. he meets his match, the Grizzly Ghoul. A massive power failure allows Batman and Robin the chance to follow the Joker and his bad pennies, but it's a close call with more rigged devices and poisonous perfume in the mix. Mm. Now, by the way, there is a, I, I don't know if they predicted this or not, um, the, the New York power outage happened in what, in the 1970s? Yeah. This came out in 1966. They mentioned like, oh yeah, this is, this is just as bad as that time that the power went out in New York. And I'm like, wow. Um, okay, first and foremost, that's kind of like predicting some shit. Mm -hmm. But second of all... Y'all know what happened in New York when the power went out, right? Yeah. Like, shit. <laughs> like, shit fucking, like, just... Oh, God. Mm. Ooh. It was like... I don't know. I, I just... Um, I had to look that up and make sure that, like, they weren't actually referencing that. Because, uh -huh. I mean, there were some massive fucking riots <laughs> going on with that. Riots, uh, looting, mm -hmm. murder, all, all of it. Um, so I was like, shit, if they're referencing that, then yeah, Gotham's fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, <laughs> this episode is one of those, is one of those where you're watching it and you're just like, I, I can't believe this is happening. This is, this is the dumbest thing ever. This, I love it. This is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, but I can't stop watching. <laughs> it's. It is a train wreck. Are we? How how are we going to be discotech now? <laughs> discotech. I'm just like it's 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 spelled disco as in D I S K O uh, space T E C H. Like disco disco, disco like tech. The, like the like the freaking like, East like European version of a discotech. Like like discotech. <laughs> like All just right, let us go to discotheque. Let us go to discotheque. Yes, I want my, to go to discotheque. My name is Giorgio Maldrono. 
Uh, well, People uh, called me Giorgio. I like to boogie boogie all night long. So. <laughs> all night long. <laughs> all night long. All right, all night long. So. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and start with our mm. first category, story. Our first category is story. How well does the overall story flow work, Sean? How does that work? Um, so, yeah, this story is... My name is Casey. Yeah, hi, hi, Casey. It's great to have you on the show. Uh, thank you. Oh, Let's wow. talk about Batman 66. All right, yeah, let's talk about that Batman. All right. <laughs> In this episode, Batman and Robin. <laughs> um, Gee, Batman, look, it's a letter from the Riddler. And he writes, this <laughs> is a vending machine. You put a dime in and it will give you some delicious milk. So, but wait. There's more. It paid out in silver dollars. <gasps> thus aging the episode that has already been aged. Yeah. Like, it's seriously... I'm like, you only have to go off care for sec- character for a second. But it, it it's seriously... I'm like, it's 10 cents for milk? I'm just like, yeah. wow, inflation kicked our ass yeah it's um and who and like and and milk in the vending machine like crazy can you imagine the mess by the way if like one of those goes bad and like the carton like opens up oh it smells so horrible i would hate to clean that shit um yeah so basically you know mr dick grayson dicky dicky grayson robinson the third um is at school and uh you know, there's he's at the gymnasium like lifting weights in like the worst fucking way possible. Oh yeah, he he's he's lifting and, um, up he's lifting up this barbell, and his and I lift I you know I've been I've been lifting weights so <gasps> oh um, young. oh yeah but but he he's like way out here, and he's trying to lift yeah. it this way and like well first of all you needs to be straightforward he needs to tuck his elbows in. And he wasn't doing it. He was just kind of like awkwardly lifting it. And I'm just like, you're gonna tear, you're gonna tear your back. <laughs> I think yeah. I think his bad form's gonna do him more damage than the choker will ever do. Yeah, he's he's gonna wind up having to sell like dog food on the internet or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, All that's right. what that's what Bert Ward does for a living now. Um, <laughs> moving on. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> so um. That's going to come in so handy. Um, So, basically, uh, the Joker buys this company that invests in, or they make a bunch of vending machines and pinball machines and entertainment machines. And he decides to rig them and put them all around Gotham City. And then the school, he decides, hey, I'm going to go ahead and put, like, you know, cheating papers and I'm going to put in money, like, more money than you would get if you just put in a quarter or whatever. You're going to get, like, a buyback that's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to cause, you know, you know, the schools to, you know, lose their, you know, uh, morale or whatever because all of a sudden it's like, well, I can just put in money in the machine. I can can walk away a millionaire. It's like, (laughs) that's not how that works. No. I'm just going to put money in the machine. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm on easy street now. (laughs) It's like, no. I can retire on dimes. You mean silver dollars. Yeah. Eventually, the silver dollars will run out, Buck. You need to go get a job. Um, um, Eventually, they will run out. So call now. (laughs) Yeah. 
for like, your chance to get a commemorative silver dollar. Yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, oh, seriously, man. Like, good that, grief. I, I was just so stunned by that. The, remember, kids. Boys and girls, go back to your studies. Believe me, nothing in life is free. Yep. Nothing in life is free. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> this is costing me money right here. Um, <laughs> but um, eventually, um, you know, through a series of trials and tribulations, it turns out that one of the cheerleaders happens to be in leagues with the Joker. And um, is, Joker. And uh, basically misleads our heroes into, uh, you know, a electrical doom, if you will. Mm. Uh, they get attached fucking Green Mile style to a couple of like electric chairs. Green Mile style, and <laughs> that, that was my that was my DJ name. Green Mile style, yeah. DJ uh, Coffee, like like the drink, just not spelled the same. <laughs> um, and it's like, you know, they get out of that, but then like the power goes out, and that's how they escape. And all of a sudden, they're chasing down. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> Meanwhile, this girl's just like, oh, man, I'm hanging out with the Joker, and I'm getting all these, like, fox skins, and I'm getting all this perfume. He's getting a fox skin. And then, like, I I said without a beat, I said, oh, no, not Todd (laughs) from Fox and the Hound. You're my best friend, Todd. Oh, God. No, he's a a fur coat. I love that movie. Um, (laughs) The, um... Yeah, this this episode. Um, what are some things I liked about it? Um, I liked the fact that Batman was kind of just doing his own thing for a second in the beginning of this episode. Yeah. So it gives you an idea of what it would be like if, hey, you know, it was just him and not Robin. It, that would be nice. Um, it was it was kind of neat. It almost it, it felt was like, it was nice to see Batman without a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> in this day and age, yeah. Um. You know, the Joker just didn't seem all that menacing this time around. He was just annoying. He was just like, ooh, <laughs> I have a business plan now. <laughs> it's like, like the, the stocks and bonds. <laughs> like the, um, yeah, man, it was just like, it was like, yeah, I'm going to rig a machine. I up. have stocks for Pan Am. They'll never go out of business. I have, I have a record machine that holds you up at gunpoint. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> no one notices my mustache. I'm going to poison the p- perfume. <laughs> Is it me or it looked like whiskey? It, I, yeah, it did. <laughs> it, like, it, because he, it was he, a he giant it was fucking from, bottle. And it was from Canada. <laughs> it was from Canada, and then there was also the one from Mexico. So, like, you've got your Canadian whiskey and your tequila. That can double as perfume, apparently. There you go. Woo! It's a multi-tool. Something. The fucking... I can't... <laughs> I hate Apple. <laughs> hey, Apple. Hey, Apple. <laughs> hey, Apple. Um... Oh, man. Yeah, there were some things that worked. There were some... Surprisingly enough, there were a few things that... There were a few things that didn't work in this episode, necessarily. Like, it's not... It's not too much of a logic jump for me to go, okay, fine, yes, that happened, move on. Hmm. You know? Whereas there has been stuff in past episodes where I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, no, we have to address Mad Hatter's hat. (laughs) Mad Hatter's hat? Ugh. Mad Hatter's hat. Mad Hatter's hat. 
Oh, his hot. The mod, just, mod hotters. It just, uh, I don't know. Mod uh, hotters hot. I, I can kind of believe that the Joker would, you know, basically be like, hey, guess what? I have all these arcade machines and I'm going to fuck with people. Hmm. You know, um, the the plot is good. The execution's kind of eh. Me. <laughs> I would have loved to see them do this in like the 80s. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Bless you, sir. Bless you, sir. Uh, Bless you, sir. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give this out of uh, out of 20. I'm going to give this a... Um, as far as story goes, I liked it. I'll give it a 15. Mm, oh, how, 15. About how about you? That sounds that sounds awfully awesome there. So, move. What are you going to rate it? Um, what are you going to rate it? The same thing as you. 15? All right, moving on to villains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how nefarious were our dastardly thieves and crooks of the week? <laughs> mm. Yes, um, our favorite... I think our favorite category uh, has become villains because villains, whether they're good or bad, we just love talking shit about them. <laughs> um, so obviously the Joker, Cesar Romero, we've we've seen him at least once already this season, and he's going to show back up again. I think he signed up for like three different story arcs this episode this season. Um, I love his mustache. Yes, his and. The paint that came over it. The great mustache. It's an amazing mustache. I grew up myself. It's amazing. Fiosh. Um, thank you. <laughs> By the way, on BGN, I believe now I'm the, the designated Trump guy. So I think that's how that works now. Um, under the soundboard, I, uh, I put the sound effect under Commander and Queef. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but that's for another show. Um... <laughs> We don't talk about we don't talk about that on the Batcast, okay? We just don't. We just okay. You're talking about villains. I'm I'm a great villain. I'm amazing. I'm huge. I'm a great villain. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I had to get that out of my fucking system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm not as organized in the morning as I am at night. Um, but yeah, villains. Um, out of thirty. Uh, I mean, it's Cesar Romero, dude. It's Cesar Romero. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to give him a 20 out of 30. I'm not going to give him a full 30 this time, just because he seemed particularly unjokerish. I mean, especially considering the last episode, where you know he's you know dressing up as Pagliacci and he's got a freaking Joker belt and he's doing all this crazy shit. Like this just seems so much tamer compared to that last episode. I'm, I'm go- honestly, I'm going with like 15. He 15. really, he really wasn't impressive with me. Like he just. Basically, he just kind of like, all right, well, I'm just going to mess around with some vending machines, and no one can know it was me, and then all of a sudden, like, like uh, you know, the beginning of the episode, like, they found the silver dollars, like, a milk machine spilling out silver dollars. It must be the Joker. I'm just like, no. Uh, why? why? What? Why? What? This is, <laughs> like, okay, look, ha- this that, seems- that is a jump if I ever saw one. If I, if I may... If I may, if we're going to go with villains who might be able to do this, and I'm talking like, you know, the main, main villains. I'm not talking shit like, you know. Okay, first and foremost, there's no Two-Face in this universe. At least not yet, because uh, they just filmed something that, that's coming out later. Some fake, but, fake but, face or whatever. But during, well, that's not that's not Two-Face. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's, discount, it's discount for Two-Face. 
Um, but in these episodes, these uh, you know original uh, live action episodes, there was no Two Face, which is a goddamn shame because again, silver dollars, right? Yeah. Silver dollars. It could have been something with that. It could have had something to do with that. But uh, honestly, if I was going to go with somebody who might be able to run a pinball scheme like that in the back of one of their own like little hideouts or whatever, vending machines, entertainment machines, the penguin, dude. Yeah. Imagine if this was something that was coming out of the Iceberg Lounge. Imagine, you know, well, I don't know. It just seems like something that the penguin do. But the Joker, I don't know. It just, for some reason, it just doesn't seem to make as much sense with the Joker. Uh, I don't know. There's been better Joker episodes, so I'm saying 15. I'm I'm saying 15 as well. All right. So let's see here. We are moving on to our next category. Holy gadgetry, Batman. Um, What tools did Batman need to do his job, and how cool were they? Um, so obviously we have the bat phone again, which is just a staple at this point. Um, we've got, you know, anti-theft, um, gadgetry for his car. Cause he's just driving around a storm in this episode and a box hooked yeah. into his car that says anti-theft device. Do not touch. Um, <laughs> like as far uh, as, as far as stuff goes, honestly, I that's think it's not, that's not effective. Well, here's the thing. Um, I'm going to switch this around just this episode. Okay. Um, Holy Gadgetry Joker. Yeah. Joker had the more... um, Despite the fact that the Joker didn't seem to necessarily um, have the best... uh, It just didn't seem to make sense with the Joker this time around. He did have the more impressive gadgets. Hmm. He did, you know, like he had an entire crew basically tinkering in the back. You know, like, hey, check it out. We have these pinball machines and, like, they release, you know, sulfuric acid. Or, hey, we have these freaking... We have this gumball machine that, like, gives you access into our secret lair. Yeah. Um, Stuff like that. Um, I'm going to say Holy Gadgetry Joker. And I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 for me personally. What about you? Uh, I did like the... uh, the the green mile style uh, volt voltage thing. So yeah. and and plus plus the lemon 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 um like the the gambling style like I don't gamble. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, just one lemon, Batman. Two lemons, Batman. You gamble every time you put on the mask. The third lemon, and you it's you know that right? Fifty thousand volts straight to the nipples. Straight to the nipples. Oh. <laughs> Next time, um, I think uh, yeah, I'll I'll go with your score with I a think, nine. I think I could. All right, and nine nine will be fine. Nine 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 nine. All right, moving on to our next category. Hmm. Let's go camping. <laughs> um, how silly was this episode, sir? Um, very silly. very 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 silly. Yeah. Um, this this episode, I was just. You just watching in disbelief. It really is a train wreck of an episode. Like it's it's so bad, but you yeah. can't help but stick with it. Oh, I, I I'm not gonna lie. It, I agree with you. A shotgun says. coming out of a jukebox is probably like, you know, what is that? A shotgun that just goes this. It, the shotguns on the stylus. Honestly, shotgun rigged. What is it? A shotgun rigged jukebox sounds like a great band name. <laughs> Shotgun ring jukebox. Shotgun rig jukebox. That sounds like an outlaw 
like blues band, doesn't it? Yeah, they're they're opening for homemade soap. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, just it's it does sound like a hipster kind of hipster band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I out of ten, by the way, out of ten, nine, nine. Okay, it's really silly. I dig it. I'm gonna go with the nine as well. It was really silly. It was really fun. Um, I forget what the one chick's name was. That was like the uh, big bad uh, in Joker's crew. Um, she was silly, but at the same time, she was kind of cute. Yeah, she was kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see here. So yeah, going going with a nine, and then um, moving on to category thieve, pick up the red phone. Uh, how efficient were Batman and Robin at their jobs as decu- as deputized de- 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 uh, deputized agents of the law? Take two. How efficient were Batman and Robin at their jobs as deputized agents of the law? Uh, this is out of thirty. Um, yes and no. Um, certainly, there were there were certain um, mess ups that happened, especially when Robin was trying to be the cool dude who already smoked two packs a day. <laughs> He never smoked a weed in his life. Goddamn straight, he's never smoked weed in his life. Hmm. Um, wasn't really weed; it was just cigarettes. A weed. Apparently, that's the slang for a cigarette, though. In the 1960s, is he's never smoked a weed in his life. Hmm. Like, did you hear that? Yeah. He's never smoked a like. I guess that means like a cigarette. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, it, you know, it has to be. That made no damn sense. Um. Batman was fairly efficient at, uh, you know, keeping track of things. And, uh, you know, obviously there's a pattern in these episodes now where basically um, they fail, they fail, they fail, they massively fail, and then they succeed. That's just the way that this ep- these episodes are structured. Um, but I do feel like Batman was pretty good at keeping tabs on Joker. Um and I feel like, yeah, they did a pretty good job, all things considered. And I'm going to give them a 25 out of 30 for this episode. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> how about you, sir? Um, yeah. I just kind of have to side with you on, the, on this. Okay. It's, uh, it, there's nothing really much I can say about it. Really? I, it's. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, I'm pretty much uh, of the opinion that, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I sorry. I'm not. I'm not full of opinions. It's fine. It's cool. Um, do we want to issue some bonus bat points for anything? Uh, what were some extra touches um, that we liked in this episode? Shot. Uh, Shotgun rig jukebox. All right, shotgun rig jukebox (laughs) with the bat shield as a counter. (laughs) We'll give. Hi, I'm Casey Kasem, and today I'm going to play you shotgun rig jukebox, followed by homemade soap and organic oranges, right here on America Top Forty. Hold on, can you do me a favor? Play that. Play that one more time. I got one for you. All right. All right. Hi everybody, I'm Casey Kasem Thank you for your quarter Now hands up in the air and nobody gets hurt, motherfucker Okay? Great Thank you for your business and reach for the shards (laughs) I don't know (laughs) 
that would that would be what he says. It's like, all right, all right, motherfucker, <laughs> hands up and reach for the stars. Hands up and reach for the stars. <laughs> I'm gonna give that. A, I'm giving that an extra point. That's six, just for that. <laughs> just for that, oh. I'm giving that. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and calculate this, sir, and then uh, go ahead and tell us. Sean, where can we find you on Civilified Febs? Well, you can find me on... Uh, wait, that's the wrong show. Um, you can play that if you want. <laughs> sure. You can find me on castwaystudios.com. Also, Sean L. Holmes on at Twitter. Follow me there. And also, um, check me check me out in post-credit podcast. Uh, that's a show that we, uh, we do... Uh, try to do it bi-monthly um if, if you know we don't get around to it um right sometimes it's monthly but check it out subscribe uh subscribe to us on itunes mm-hmm. google play stitcher whatever whatever you listen podcast at we're probably on there um and also check out boldly going nowhere it's a podcast you listen to it with your ears podcast ears listen also go to castwavestudios.com slash amazon for anything that you need to get and it helps us at the same time gets this little operation up and running brian where can we find you in the world wide web you can find me on twitter at bmassy1987 you can also find me hosting this fine show backcast 66 as well as co-hosting boldly going nowhere alongside this gentleman right here sean hall holmes i'm poking at his screen right now uh-huh. um so yeah you can find me on there also prime directives coming back i believe in september and i'm yep. going to be Switching up my seat over here to be over on that side of the screen over there. If you're watching, I'm my wife a captain and, on that show. Yes, yes, he is. I drive the Batmobile, but he mans the uh, Enterprise. And um, on top of that, don't worry because we're gonna get as many episodes of of season one out as possible. We're gonna try and finish those up as soon as possible. But don't fret because the show's not going away. Uh, we're just going back to Prime Directive for the fall, and then possibly in the winter or summertime, we're gonna be going season two. So don't worry, season one's still currently running, but we also have season two planned. So we're in for the long run on that. So I do have the score. All right. And I went ahead and added an extra point just because, you know, we we were sitting pretty at 79. I gave it an extra point, and we have a B. We have 80. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you, you know, uh, Cesar Romero seems to j- just really score really, really well on these episodes. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not surprised. I'm sure you're not surprised, either. I'm not surprised, either. Um, there you go. All right. So, um, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Batcast 66. I'm Brian Massey. And I'm Sean Holmes. And this is an outro.